I'm Eddie Marazon, and this is On Gadget Talk for Tuesday, 16th of February, 2021. Well, for Tuesday, kind of. By the time I probably upload this, probably is Wednesday, as always. Man, I gotta get the schedule in, in, in place. I think I'm probably going to upload my podcast on Mondays and Wednesdays. What do you think? Or probably stick to Tuesdays and Thursdays. Who knows? I'll probably, decide, probably have to kind of make a final decision in the next couple of weeks. Probably because uh, this is getting a bit of annoying because, you know, like Feb- uh, Mondays and uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I mean, uh, I mean, I have classes and when I come back and then I don't have much time and then it's past midnight and I get get around to recording this podcast. But oh well, uh, well that might be a bit of an issue. Uh, certainly, we're not out of stuff to talk about. Uh, a lot of new devices are coming out. We have plenty to talk about. Uh, some new things from Samsung and Xiaomi and then Android 12. There's some stuff on Android 12, so... And um, and all that. So uh, let's just uh, get right into it, really. So first, we're going to talk about Samsung, because Samsung has plenty of th- phones coming out non-stop. Obviously, S21 series is out. The foldables are coming, and so are the A-series phones. So the first phone we're going to talk about is a new one that Samsung has just dropped. Um, and it's going to be, and it's only available in India, so it's an India exclusive, so that's interesting. The Galaxy F62, the F-series, is not really a worldwide, it's not really available across the world. It's kind of a thing in India, speaks to compete with, you know, with the Chinese brands. Uh, so the F62 is a kind of an, is kind of an interesting phone, phone. Uh, value for money, massive value for money, massive display, massive battery. And uh, th- that's what the phone is. So the F62 has a seven. Get this, has a 7,000 milliamp per hour battery, 7,000 mAh battery, 25 watt fast charging. So, I mean, if you are looking for a phone that lasts a long while, um, and is not too expensive, then this is what you might be looking for. More than that, uh, it has 6.7 inch Full HD Plus, Infinity O, Super AMOLED Plus display. That's quite a mouthful. It already does 4G, but it's not a problem. It's got Exynos. It's got an Exynos. It's got Exynos 980 uh, 9825SOC. That's again quite a mouthful to describe. And as for a memory, uh, the phone is available with six or eight gigabytes of RAM, but you just get 128 gigabytes of storage. Able to use an SD card, so you can you know boost up the storage. Interestingly, you get a dual SIM card slot. You get a dual SIM card. And micro SD card slot all together uh, with the phone. So again, good value for money right over there. More than that, uh, you have a 64. The F62 has a 64 megapixel uh, main sensor, which is a Sony IMX682 sensor, f1.8 aperture, a 12 megapixel ultrawide sensor with 123 degrees field of view and f2.2 aperture. Gotta mention the field of view because that's what ultrawide's for, right? 5 megapixel depth and 5 megapixel macro. Mm, okay, cool. Seems like everyone's stepping up the macro game from 2 to 5. Uh, but you get a 32 megapixel selfie camera, f2.2 aperture. You know, you gotta keep your selfie game strong. On top of that, it has USB-C and Bluetooth 5 support and a headphone jack, which is interesting. So really, uh, really uh, gunning in the air for value. Interestingly enough, the F62 uh is well but in has this wacky design it's plastic pretty much it's got this wacky design a kind of uh, basically gradient designs gone wrong pretty much so towards the top part of the phone sort of you have a blue tint and a you could say a green tint and then it kind of fades into a, a silver color 
so a bit of a gradient but basically gradient design gone wrong samsung's playing around with 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 color schemes at the back that's interesting so um as always if you really hate the back you could just add a case or get a dbrand skin okay you can't get a dbrand skin for these phones haha <laughs> but you can as i said you could uh, just pop on a case and you kind of forget about it and probably if you have bought this phone you or you're gonna buy one you're you're gonna get a case for it already so you're gonna forget about it huh so that's interesting uh so how much do they have f62 cost so the galaxy f62 uh, so the 6 gigabyte RAM variant pretty much costs 20. We'll start from 23,999 rupees, Indian rupees. That's 330 dollars. And the and if you want two extra gigs, the 8 gigabyte variant, uh, you could pay. You will have to spend 25,999 Indian rupees, which is 358 dollars, give and take. Honestly, there are uh, equally similar options from rivaling brands. Also, uh, do your research really if you if you want the best value. Uh, but this is an interesting phone from Samsung. But the most interesting part is the battery. Uh, they're going far here. 7,000 milliamp hour battery uh, with 25 watt fast charging, which is quite interesting. Um, oh, and here's the best part. The phone will have Android 11 out of the gate, so that's interesting. So, honestly, this is another affordable phone. Uh, the price is a little bit on the... It is, it is a real mid-ranger. Uh, we're gonna, we'll have to see about the SoC, though. I'm definitely going to make sure i don't forget about this phone keep an eye on here uh, the specs are okay i mean if you are not much aware of the thing about samsung really is that the 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 kind of consumers samsung goes for in a place like india probably are just kind of naive people just want a phone that does the job at such a at such and such price tags and so people are not going to think way too much about this phone they're going to end up buying and enjoying it hopefully uh so that's interesting so um I mean, yeah, but this is a sub three hundred dollar phone. Um, I mean, uh, hopefully it is a good experience. I might forget about this in a few weeks' time, so that's interesting, to say the least. But speaking of affordable phones, Samsung has two more mid rangers that it, that they're gonna that they have in the wings, really. Now the F sixty two is for the Indian market, if you think about it. So the A so the A fifty two and A seventy two is sort of a more global phone. So we're available in more markets compared to say the F sixty two. The F series really is for some markets, whereas the A series is for pretty much the worldwide market in the Western stuff where people have would would love to spend a lot of money on affordable phones, if you think about it. Um, and uh, obviously right now you know Xiaomi or or Huawei or other brands are not really easily available. So Samsung really has the edge here. But they got two really killer mid-range phones. We've now we've I think we've talked about this early earlier uh last week really in la last episode last week Thursday's episode we talked about these the A52 and A72. Uh you can go back and listen to that if you want to. More interesting than that, the phones as it is as it looks has been leaked completely. So the A52 has this unique um, design so there's a center so there's a center punch hole display uh, and then you have at the back this kind of kind of uh, not too metallic not too glossy back from the looks of it so that's interesting this display is flat it's a flat display compared to curved on other devices which is interesting and then the a72 if I can have this open up here has a has a similar back so they look going for a unique ext they're going for a unique aesthetic. I kind of almost uh, burped. Um, so that's for sure. Um, so, 
But it's, uh, again, it's almost similar to the uh, Galaxy S21 series, but the camera cutout, it's kind of like, it, it's not its not a big bump, it's like a slight, it's, it's a, how do I say it, it's, uh, it's natural, it's quite contoured, it's not, it's not too heavy and uh, you don't, it's not popping out kind of, it's uh, again trying to be kind of natural with the flow, go with the flow kind of like the S21 in general, I don't know what I'm talking about, oh well. Uh, so the A52, we're going to go, go go through the A52 first here. Uh, so good old Roland Quant from the German blog WinFuture leaked out all the details of these two interesting phones. Firstly, uh, the A52, there'll be a 4G and 5G variant for various markets across the world. The 4G variant of the A52 will have a Snapdragon 720G processor. On top of that, um, both devices uh, will also with, will come with... Uh, six, gigabyte, 6 gigabytes of RAM and 120 gigabytes of storage, and obviously 8 gigabytes of RAM and 256 gigabytes of storage out of the gate. Uh, and that's for both 4G and 5G variants. So you have two storage options. So you do the math right there. That's roughly four very four specs, four SKUs to choose from. So that's interesting. So the Galaxy A52 has a okay, and 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 just for context, the A52 5G variant has a Snapdragon 750G. So these are proper mid-rangers right here uh, for a lot of people out, for a lot of people across the world. The A52 has a 2400x1080 display, uh, Super AMOLED, uh, it's flat but has an optical fingerprint sensor, uh, and uh, as I said, center, center punch hole notch, which is interesting, and, is a, and the sensor is a 32 megapixel camera, which is interesting. But on the back, you have a 64 megapixel main camera, 8 megapixel, ultra-wide possibly and obviously uh, two additional sensors for which we really don't know what it is again the person who wrote this here translated from german saying we really don't know what they are for most likely they are macro in depth uh, like for the most phones out there so that's interesting uh, both variants 4g and 5g variants of the a52 will have a 4500 milliamp hour battery uh, possibly 25 watts fast charging uh, and usb-c port i'm glad that samsung is really uh, is uh, adding USB-C to a wide range of models. I mean, it's great that A52 and hopefully the A72 have USB-C, which is not bad. You have Android 11 out of the gate, a Bluetooth 5.0, and much, much more. No wireless charging, surprisingly, which is weird. But if we are to, if we are, if you've been hearing a lot about wireless charging, and there, I've seen, I've seen Mr. Who's the Boss's recent video about why they're not, uh, why phone brands are not really giving you a charger in the box. Um, and he kind of mentioned wireless charging was like the solution to sort of a future without a, without, you know, plugged in charging and stuff. But then he mentioned how wireless charging ends up consuming way more power than necessary. So it's not environmentally friendly. It was kind of interesting video from him. Go, do check it out on his channel. You know, if you use, watch a lot of YouTube, you can't miss his channel really. It's right there. You could search Mr. Who's the Boss. A really good video. I've tried to put the link to that video that I saw in the show notes so you can go watch it. Now I see why some brands are not really wanting to add a wireless charger in the box, uh, in the phone, sorry. So that's interesting to say the least. But, uh, oh, uh, this is interesting. Uh, the A52 and the A72 uh, will have IP67 water and dust resistance, which is interesting. That's on top of having micro SD card slot and a headphone jack. So this could be real value for money if you live anywhere across the world. But here's the powerful part of this all. The A52 4G variant will cost 350 euros, whereas the A52 5G variant will cost 430 euros. And that's the approximate prices. 
so this is another interesting mid-ranger Healy. Uh, the A72 is just interesting on top of the A52. Uh, this is, should be a bit more advanced, you could say. So A72 has a uh, has a bunch of interesting uh, features. Uh, this is just kind of reading through this here. Uh, the A72 has a Snapdragon 720G processor. Um, on top of that, it has a 6.7 inch 2400 by 1080 AMOLED display with 90 hertz refresh rate. Uh, this is almost confirming what we heard when I talked about last week with the fact that they're going to feature a high refresh rate display, and this is what's happening. Uh, yeah, what happened last week was, it was I think the, the models mentioned was a bit off. Uh, they, they're saying A52 had a 120 hertz display, but now we have, again, we have more solid uh, uh, rumors here, and that is that uh, the A72 will have a 90 hertz display, which is interesting. On top of that, you get up to 8GB of RAM and 256GB of storage, uh, 5000mAh battery, uh, along with micro Z card uh, uh, support and headphone jack, IP67 water and dust resistance, Adder 11, uh, what else? I mean, uh, my, uh, yeah. and then, then the cameras, you got a 64MP main sensor, 12MP ultrawide, 8MP 2x telephoto sensor, 2MP macro, and a 32MP selfie camera. So. That's like already three phones with 32 megapixel selfie camera. Crispy selfies right here, just saying. Uh, so you have, so essentially you have the solid mid-range phone um, with with every other feature that high-end phones already have, really. And, you know, there are some things that they've left out for the S21, really. And so if you really don't want to get the S21, we still want a Samsung. This looks like a solid phone. This and the A52. So the A72 will pr start at 449 euros this is the exact amount 450 euros so they're a little competitive um as always the a72 does not have a wireless charger uh, at the back so that's kind of annoying but honestly a52 and a72 are looking to be a promising smartphones uh really solid solid set of phones right here uh, uh hopefully they should be out by next month or so uh we don't much we don't really know much so uh I mean, when they're coming out, so uh, hopefully by next month or so. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Samsung's better bring this out fast because uh, again, Xiaomi has got some. If Xiaomi, uh, Redmi, and Realme have some killer mid-rangers and high-end phones in the wings too, so they gotta bring this. They gotta hurry here. So uh, that's that. And while we're talking about new Samsung phones, uh, some more details about the Z Fold uh, Three and Z Flip Two. Uh, parts supplier, parts producer, S Connect. A, a company that essentially creates parts for Samsung devices, including the metal metallic hinges that go on the foldable phones from Samsung, have reported, and, and this is based off a little presentation slide that they've shown here. It's all in Korean, unfortunately, but it looks interesting. Uh, so it's shown in 2020 that they've produced metallic parts for the Tab S7 and 7 Plus and the Fold 2, and then Q1 2021, they are... Uh, making uh, parts for the Z Flip 2 and the Tab S8, and then second quarter they are making parts for the Flip Z Flip 2, Z Fold 3, and then the Tab S8 and S8 Plus. Basically, if we are to believe this presentation slide that they've shared, uh, well, they haven't really shared. This came out of nowhere, really. Uh, I don't know where the source of this material was. Um, if if uh... so, 
basically, if you believe this presentation, uh, this company, they're already starting to manufacture parts for the Z uh, foldables, really, that we've talked about early, earlier. Uh, so the it says in the slide Q1 of 2021, the Z Flip 2, which means that they're starting to produce the hinge for the Z Flip 2 already. Um, because we haven't had a flip, we had the original Z Flip in 2020. And so there's this now. So that's interesting. Uh, and then uh, later this year, second quarter, the plant is starting to produce the hinges for the Z Flip 2 and Z Fold 3. And interestingly, uh, parts for the S8 and S8 Plus, the Tab S8, not the S8 phone, the, the tablet from Samsung. It was interesting. So uh, and 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 to and this isn't and this isn't this isn't a really small producer of products or parts as they say. This company, uh, S Connect, makes meta makes metal parts for a variety of Samsung products. So from cases for Galaxy watches, the trademark camera bump of the S twenty one. So these guys have gotten a lot of work from Samsung. Um, but according to the company itself, I mean, it's stating that in twenty twenty three, hinges will make up fifty percent of its sales. Up currently from 17%, which is interesting. So they're, they're placing a lot of hopes on the fact that, uh, that uh, foldables will be a big, will be a big uh, product segment and they'll probably make, will meet bigger demand for it down the road. Um, according to them also, they're claiming that the foldable market will grow to 5.5 million units this year and foldables will make up an increasing, enlar increasingly large fraction of phones sold, which is interesting. So they're, they're now, now they're, they're going to start making the hinges for these foldables. So this means the phones are going to come out really, really soon. And this is on top of the fact that uh, Ice Universe has reported that these phones could be coming as soon as July, which is interesting. So, um, so uh, something, to look up for, something to look forward to later this year, hopefully. I, I genuinely cannot wait. So genuinely can't wait for these phones to really unfold into something amazing again i can't i can't seem to stop with the puns but on another on a bigger note okay okay I, i'm sorry it's, it it, it i, I want to do this i don't know on a bigger note however uh redmi have uh, actually redmi uh have their note 10 series that's coming out and they're going to obviously have a global launch but uh but fortunately uh, this can the yesterday, Redmi India have tweeted out that the that the Redmi Note 10 series is going to come out on the fourth of March, 2021. Now, if you look at the day, that's quite it's again that's quite riddlish. Four three twenty one. So four three two. Ah, uh, see that that's genius. Uh, whoever came up with that date should get a bonus from Xiaomi. I'm just saying. But uh, Redmi Note 10 will come out on uh, on the fourth of March. Uh, 2021 i genuinely cannot wait these are again honestly i tell you it's weird that it's weird to get excited for cheap for really affordable phones but like there's a lot of high hope i probably have a lot of high hopes for the redmi note 10 like obviously i'm looking to get a new phone very soon probably next couple of months um you know and i really want a new phone and uh, i don't have a thousand dollars or so and the uh, redmi seems to have seemed to have some really good phones and uh, also redmi is quite like reliable so you know, like both as a as a bit of a tech head and and um, kind of a phone buyer potential on the side. Like, I mean, I don't have much money right now, but if I had if I had cash on the ready, I'd probably buy a brand new phone. I'm closely watching this with interest that the Redmi Note 10 is about to come out. I mean, there's a lot uh, we heard about 
Oh, this actually is the next two weeks, so by the next two Thursdays. So Thursday, 4th uh, March. Uh, keep your calendars locked in. I mean, uh, this really, I mean, it's strange that, you know, high-end phones get so much attention and hype and information. But more interesting than that, um, you know, uh, it really is a genuine phone. I mean, really, a lot of people are looking forward to buy uh, such a phone, such and such a phone. I mean, uh, there's a lot being and there's a lot being talked about. It might have a high refresh rate display. It's LCD, but oh well. Bigger camera, bigger battery. Uh, 5G. Who knows? 5G could be a thing. Uh, but genuinely, cannot cannot wait uh, for this to come uh, any. If only this came out any faster than this. Uh, interestingly, uh, I'm in Pakistan, so uh, show me Pakistan have also like posted on their on the Instagram story because I saw it uh, I posted on the Instagram story that they had uh, that um, that the Redmi Note 10 is coming out and that there's almost the same text for Redmi Note 10 which is interesting so they all the, that phone's also about to come over across into Pakistan so that's interesting so essentially March 4th will be the global launch of the phone so it'll be available worldwide so that's interesting to say the least and speaking of Xiaomi this came many many days back but a Filipino tech youtuber uh, uh, if I get his name though tech buff ph apparently a bit of a new channel uh, showed off uh, a new phone that was really wasn't supposed to be shown off until later on and that was the Mi 11 Ultra which is kind of interesting uh, the Mi, there's already Mi 11 and then now we have the Mi 11 Ultra that's kind of about to come out and it's kind of a crazy phone to say the least um, it's the Mi 11, but obviously with an, with an additional bigger camera uh, and a little display at the back, which is kind of cute, frankly, if you if you ask me, kind of pretty pretty cute. So the Mi 11 Ultra is this uh, interesting phone, uh, quite literally. So you have uh, which uh, which has like an all again it has a punch hole notch and it's an all glass display. Uh, it has a Snapdragon triple eight processor, five G support. IP68 water and dust resistance. Uh, Harman Kardon tuned speakers. Cool. 5,000 mAh battery with 67 watt wired and wireless fast charging, which is cool. 10 watt reverse wireless charging. So absolutely an ultra phone, if you ask me. Uh, it has a 6.81 inch WQHD plus 120 Hz curved OLED display. So absolutely ultimate screaming and really, you know, firing all cylinders pretty much. Um, and, 20 megapixel, and a 20 megapixel selfie camera, which is interesting. But here's the interesting thing, the back, which is thing has caught in everyone's attention. Um, so you have almost three sensors. So there's 120 times periscope zoom lens uh, with a sensor. So you can do 120 her, uh, times re zoom. Uh, it won't be optical, obviously. It'll be a bit of digital, but still impressive. 50 megapixel primary camera. 48 megapixel ultrawide camera, 48 megapixel periscope camera, which is interesting, with a secondary display, a little bit of a viewfinder, so you can take a little crispy selfie, and you look really nice in that. I mean, if you want to use the back cameras, they're really high resolution, so that's that. Um, and you have LED flash, so that's interesting. When you look at the phone, it is very futuristic. It's straight out of straight out of a sci-fi movie, to be frank with you. Uh, fortunately, this person leaked it. I mean, sure, he wasn't supposed to, you know, um, wasn't supposed to have this uploaded now, but that's interesting. 
we don't know when it's going to come out, so uh, we'll see. But this is a quite fascinating phone, to say the least, if if you're into sh all things Xiaomi. And being an Ultra, this is going to be a phenomenal phone, to say the least. So, can't wait for this phone, too. You know, I mean, this is something noteworthy, if you know what I mean. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll stop with the puns, I promise. <laughs> there probably is another one down the road. Oh, well. Uh, Android 12. Uh, we So, last week... We saw a leak of the, we got, got leaked screenshots, leaked screenshots of Android 12. And now we have more details about uh, Android 12 that obviously good old folks over at XDA developers have uncovered. So, uh, first of all, um, the Android 12 is already codenamed Snowcone, which is interesting. So there you have it, Android Snowcone, Android 12 Snowcone, which is interesting. Uh, on top of that, you have a revamped auto rotate which is interesting apparently it will allow on your device's front-facing camera to detect when you're switching from portrait to landscape which is bananas and then uh, compared to the regular auto auto rotate where it just looks or it uses your phone's accelerometer and gyroscope which is on every phone on earth iphones even iphones do it Pfft, no big deal this looks a bit more advanced because we won't look at your sensors. Essentially, I'll just watch. I'll really be watching you if you if the the camera kind of moves uh, the other way, and you know your face is like upside down. Then it rotates the phone. It sounds a bit of AI work, but oh well. This this looks interesting. Uh, maybe it could cause privacy concerns. Oh well. We'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see what Google says about that one. Interestingly, there's a gaming mode. Uh, so a lot of uh, this is I think inspired by brands like. Xiaomi and you know Oppo and Vivo and others who have added gaming mode, which means you play video, you play games like PUBG Mobile, you cut out all of their stuff in your phone, like you know call notifications, and other sounds and all that, which is kind of interesting to say the least. But interestingly, there's a game mode, and uh, this means you have control over incoming notifications, brightness, and sounds for a more seamless gaming experience. And the this feature is likely to be programmable, so to auto start when you open a game. And it'll activate Do Not Disturb. So this was already in certain skins of Android, but the fact that they're going to add it into vanilla Android, which is interesting, and that means it'll sort of, you know, it will, um, it will, it'll be built in straight away, which is kind of interesting to say the least. And another thing that's mentioned here is something called a reduce brightness quick toggle. You know, so already you could adjust your brightness. Obviously, there's like a slider, so you could just slide your brightness all over. And set it exactly how you like or have auto brightness auto brightness helps with battery life but more interestingly uh, now they have now they're adding a little quick toggle so you could literally set your display to be at a low brightness wow they this is after how many years like they've realized that this is the thing and yeah i think and i don't know this is one of those features that came too little too late if you know what i mean because like uh you know high brightness displays like have added battery drain but the problem is like now you have oled displays and oled displays like save battery life by like the black pixels turn off, you know when you display black and then every and you just have uh, colors all over other colors kind of over so it saves battery life and then auto brightness and then you have bigger batteries and fast charging. I mean this would make sense on iOS, but well hey it's Android you know the more features the better so that's kind of interesting. So there's Android 12 right there. It's a, quite a fascinating upgrade that's about to happen, and uh, we'll really can't wait for the developer preview. Apparently. Uh, we may get it uh, on February 17th, pretty much today, early, later today. So that's kind of interesting, to say the least. And I'll probably 
like touch through these two well just go through these like two stories real quick or if that is let's just bring it over uh the iphone 13 uh the iphone 12 series really good phones haven't haven't played around with them so that's the thing ah, corona the corona i mean it's there uh but the iphone th but the iphone 12 hasn't even uh, it's have has not it's not been a while since the iphone 12 came out and we already have more details about the iphone 13 that about that's about to come out uh max weinbach famous leaker uh, has has reported tons of claims about the iPhone 13. Uh, this will be the first Apple device to have. Uh, this will be the first iPhone to have always-on display. I feel like this could be a bit of a softer upgrade in in, in the wings, but oh well. Uh, so it'll have an always-on display. So this will let you display the time, little bits like your watch rings, and you know, this is already on the Apple Watch, interestingly, and that shows the time and stuff on it. So that's interesting. And again, that's because a lot all. Uh, a lot of iPhones now can do OLED, uh, have OLED pretty much, so this could help enable this functionality. So apparently he claims that the always-on display function means that the, the, you will have a toned-down lock screen. So the clock and battery charge are always visible. And pass notifications are shown through, uh, through a bar and icons, which is interesting. On top of that, he kind of also confirms that 120Hz ProMotion uh, display it's kind of going to happen on the iPhone 13 Pro, the 2021 Pro model, which is interesting to say the least. And apparently, um, possibly, this may mean down the road, by the time we this happens, it may not be true really. But apparently the iPhone 13 could be, could have a mad back to be more grippier compared to, uh, compared to previous iPhones where it slips and shatters, which makes a ton of sense. They've They've uh, added. They did. They add this. They added the shield, glass ceramic. No, not ceramic shield. Some glass shield thing, to make the phone stronger and more durable. So, this could happen. It make kind of makes sense. Uh, on top of that, um, and then on on top of this, uh, what do we have here? And also, he claims that the iPhone thirteen could do astrophoto astrophotography, so it can shoot. Uh, pictures of the nighttime sky and pick up you know little stars and details which is interesting so that's another new cool feature on the camera that's playing that's gonna happen so that's interesting and uh and possibly uh you could have built-in you can have built-in fingerprint display which is interesting so um so what what do i think um i mean it's cool that they're adding these features I totally get they might might be doing the promotion display this year because uh, the battery concerns were just a bit too real and 5G obviously added a significant enough battery drain so maybe this year the chipsets have better a better efficiency with doing 5G so about time they could do the promotion display. Always on display could be a bit of a softer update. Part of me thinks this way because like a lot of phones with this with OLED displays could do uh, AOD as they say. And Apple could add it as a software update, so that possibly that could be that could be the case. So kind of interesting situation right over here, and it is quite quite exciting stuff. Um, you know, um, interestingly, uh, and if I could get this here, we're just doing it in one go pretty much. But um, we got last two stuff to talk about, and it's interesting. First is uh, OnePlus, uh, former OnePlus founder, Kyle Pais' new startup, uh, Nothing, 
interestingly, obviously, it's been getting a lot of attention because it's a company that currently is doing nothing, but will make a whole nothing world of devices. The name's funny, obviously, but apparently, uh, Carl Pay's nothing startup has bought up the IP behind Essential. Um, so right now they're essentially doing nothing. Okay, I promise. It's, it's just too. It's so much pun driven. Oh well. Uh, but uh, if you know the Essential phone, it was a very interesting phone that was made by so the co-founder of Android. Um, if uh, if I could find the details here, it was the co-founder of Android. It was the co-founder of Android, and he created this unique thing called the Essential phone. And it was a clean, sleek device, and it had a kind of a, a bit of a teardrop notch well before all of the phones had it. And it had a potential to be like a really fancy schmancy Android phone, but it sadly didn't took off. It didn't have the it didn't have the mass appeal and it didn't try really and it kind of failed and the company kind of you know the company kind of shut off so that was that's that but now nothing is looking to obviously do something with the IP possibly with the brand name I did remember Essential had a smart speaker um, in the in the works and I remembered it vividly because there was the phones and then there was the smart speaker and the smart speaker was a unique product it had like it, it was like an onboard, it did onboard processing, which meant it was quite good for privacy and stuff, and people could buy it, so that's interesting. But uh, that's not the only news really about nothing. <laughs> On top of that, they are doing, um, they're doing a public, uh, they're crowdfunding publicly, they are doing, uh, they're raising more money from the public. So uh, nothing as a startup is registered and based in the United Kingdom, and in the UK, you could already go out and obviously uh, you could, uh, invest in startups this you could also do in the u.s but as i said uh, you can invest in startups in the uk and uh, apparently nothing is raising is doing equity crowdfunding through a platform called crowdcube be shout out to android authority on the scoop and they and the raise fundraising will start on march the 2nd at 10 a.m gmt time so this is uh, so you can invest and you can get a piece of nothing which is interesting. The company hasn't even made any devices yet, so they're really looking to raise more money. And they raise money from lots of interesting people like Casey Neistat, Kevin Lynn, Steve Huffman, really famous people who are known for technology, really, or known with for personal technology and things around it. So you can invest as little as fifty euros, and you and you can go all the way up to twenty. Uh, you can go all the way up to twenty thousand euros, and they're looking to raise one point five million euros. Now I'm going to really warn you here that um uh, this is a this is an offer uh to like to, this is a platform that is well nothing's looking to raise money but i will tell you that um well i'm not qualified financial advice and uh, please please do background research ask other people about this offer and obviously and uh, do your research and obviously uh, you may lose your money down the road if this fails completely because hardware technology is a risky business other ai works um self-driving taxis that go in the sky may work possibly and so do SPACs. but this stuff it may or may not work so y your mileage may really vary so you do your background research and yes your money may actually uh, you may lose your money or it may make more money so uh, you know uh, don't put your savings or mortgage payments into this so that's that so yeah uh, it's interesting that Carpe is looking to not just raise money from very famous VCs and personalities, but also from the general public. Like, like they're really looking to do nothing, nothing crazy, but uh, be essential 
to essentially make good stuff. Okay, I stop. I, I promise. I'll cut with the puns. I promise. It's it's just too funny, uh, to say the least. But uh, yeah, and now that nothing. Hopefully there'll be something one day. So uh, genuinely cannot wait. Uh, for I can't wait to see what they have in store. Uh, essentially later. Okay, it's all right. And then finally, uh, Roku. Roku is the famous streaming box, and apparently, according to uh, that's not funny. Uh, they reported that Roku is testing a brand new remote. So they have a regular remote that has like buttons, navigation keys, and play pause controls, and buttons for favorite apps like Netflix and stuff. But now they have a new remote that they're looking to launch, and they essentially are doing beta testing. So, uh, so some real users have reported getting kind of an offer to get the remote and you know do, to help them out and get testing. And the, the remote's thirty bucks as it is. They can order it and uh, and then they can test it and then let Roku know how there is. The remote's features and design is interesting. Um, it'll feature it already features pirate listening, which I think is one of the best parts about the regular Roku remotes from the get go. If you've had one, it has a my headphone jack on the side, so you can do pirate listening straight away from there. You don't need a phone in that regard. Uh, it has personalized shortcuts, it has shortcut buttons, so you can set them to a particular app or function, and you can click and jump to your favorite app right there. It's got a micro USB port so you can recharge the batteries right away. No need for AAA batteries right here. You can find the remote if it's lost. And also you can do hands-free voice. So you can actually do voice commands. has microphones on it. So that's interesting. Sadly, it doesn't have micro... It's not USB-C. It's micro USB. So that's interesting, pretty much. But uh, the, the new remote that they're testing is not just the only thing that they're up to. Uh, they're, they're basically posted a... Uh, they posted a job listing for lead production attorney. This is from The Verge. And there and uh, and this is leading and obviously we'll read at the job details. Uh, this looks like Roku is looking to hire more people uh, to strengthen their content production business. Yes, they don't just make streaming boxes. They have the Roku channel, which is like a free service where you can run out and watch like free shows and stuff with adverts and stuff. And it, it is a real revenue generator for Roku. And the fact that they're actually hiring people to produce actual original content um, to, you know, so that people use their Roku boxes more often, that's kind of an interesting situation. I mean, um, I mean, hiring a production attorney means, like, you're up to some serious stuff. Like, there's some pretty big-budget shows or something significant you're in that's in the works. I mean, um, I mean, Roku is obviously a streaming box company, but they always are a bit of a streaming player. Their stock is really good. Based on what I've seen, um, it's got tons of potential though. I mean, uh, interestingly, uh, Roku's bought up the Quibi shows, and we talked about Quibi a while back and why it failed. So they bought up the library from Quibi, sort of. So they have a lot of con plenty of content until they have their very own original stuff. So that's that really. I mean, there's not much to talk about here. It's it's interesting to say the least. You know, like it's interesting. Not like Karma, but it's interesting how a company that makes streaming boxes is now making stuff which is it's this this is the world we live in so what do you think of everything i've heard today let me know uh, over on instagram or twitter i'm edsade underscore my own 99 follow me there and obviously if you can send a message saying how much you enjoy the show and stuff uh, tell your friends about it uh, about the show share it to your friends and family if you can and uh, yeah till thursday uh, this is your boy my own signing out uh, take care stay safe peace have a great day and i'll see you on Thursday, hopefully, uh, with another episode of this really interesting show. Till then, uh, take care. Um, peace. Thanks for listening. Ciao. You know what to do.